Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of That Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Annie, or you may also know me as Hey It's Annie from my YouTube channel or my other social media platforms, which will be linked down below, along with where you can find more from me and That Wellness Podcast on other platforms as well. Also, if you would like to support the podcast, be sure to share with your friends so I can keep making these podcast episodes for you guys. So um, today's episode is going to be all about my top study tips, as to how I kind of organise, revise for exams, some of my tips and tricks that I like to use, and I thought I'd share with you guys today. Um, the reason I decided to do this episode is just because um, right now I kind of have exams, well I have them next week, but I'm kind of revising. So now for my kind of current favourites, so for my songs, if you know me, you know that Olivia Rodrigo's new album, Sour, I have literally not stopped listening to it. It's on repeat since the day it came out. And I'm not joking, I love it so much. I think this is probably the most obsessed I've ever been with an album. I just love um, just the way she writes. And I feel like even though I can't relate to any of the songs, like Heartbreak or whatever she's going through, it just the way she's write, writing it and makes me feel like I can. It's just like, I literally feel like I've gone through so much, even though I haven't, I can't relate to any of the things she's singing about. Just the songs are so good, they make you feel that way. I just love her and I love her album. So I can't wait for more. I still can't believe that this is like her first album from her first song she's ever written, released and like um, sung. So I feel like this is, it's only gonna get better, which I'm super excited for. Now um, for the books I'm reading. So I finished The Song of Achilles. I loved it so, so much. I finished it, like I think it was like the 10th 12th of May something like that and now I'm recording this on the 31st um so it's quite a while ago but I did reread a few of the last chapters again just for a good cry because they're so good and I, I know I loads of people have probably heard them from um booktop instagram all over social media that book is kind of blowing up right now and I love it so much I really really recommend it if you haven't read it already it's about the story of Achilles and Patroclus and just their kind of story as they go through the Trojan War grow up become like men gods warriors whatever um it's obviously inspired by Greek mythology which I love I'm super into Greek mythology right now especially because I am Greek so it's kind of like um my parents know about it as well obviously um, and yes, I've been reading a lot of those books I did read. Um, Troy by Stephen Fry, I probably, I think I've mentioned it on this podcast. Um, so I kind of really knew the story of the Trojan War and Achilles and everything, but I didn't really, um, I love this book because it was written in a different way. It was from, it's more of like a romantic story as opposed to like the straight facts, which I loved. Um, yeah, but I really love this book. So currently I'm reading Hamnet. I'm about halfway through. It's by Maggie O'Fowler. Farrell and it is set in Stratford, England. It is in the late 60th century obviously because it's um, inspired by the son of the famous playwright Shakespeare. So it's Hamlet Shakespeare and obviously his son um, after he died that's why um, that inspired Shakespeare to write Hamlet the famous play obviously. Um, so it kind of talks about um, it's very good because it doesn't name Shakespeare, but I think you can kind of figure out who it is. And it's like, um, it's really interesting. It kind of flips back and forth between the two, um, like the, the future where Hamnet and his sister are like, kind of like growing up, not growing up, I'd say. They're about 10, 12, something like that. Um, and then it flips back to when um, Shakespeare and his wife are just like a young couple. And I really love that. I can see how um, 
their relationship came about, whatever, and then how Hamnet came to be who he is or whatever. Hamnet and his sister Judith as well. Um, it's really, it's, I think I love the book so far. I'm really enjoying it. I really recommend it if you, especially if you're into like kind of historical fiction. And um, yeah, I really, it's really interesting. It's one of the more um, slow books I've read. It's um, so yeah, that's kind of it for this intro. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I've got a lot to share with you guys about how I revise, like what kind of steps I go through um, for each subject. Obviously, it differs between subjects, but yeah. And then I have my tips, lifesavers, all of the hacks that I use for studying, like how I schedule in studying, how I balance it with the rest of my life, um, some supplies I like to use, all of that stuff. So um, yeah, without further ado, let's get right on into it. So now I'm going to talk about how I revise, like the steps I take, what I put on my to-do list if I had an exam the next week, for example, which I actually do. Um, but just basically all of the steps I take um, to make sure I know all of the content we've learned in the lesson. And um, yeah, so normally the first thing I do is get all my notes together, all my resources, textbook, online stuff, everything that like my notes from the lesson, all stuff like that. I'll just get that together and like get maybe like, there's usually like a checklist or kind of like a syllabus, whatever. And then I'll just make sure I have all of that and know what I will need to know for that particular exam. Right now we're coming up to end of year exams for me. So I, most for most subjects, I need to know all of the stuff I've learned throughout the year. Um, so that's just me getting, if I already have notes from earlier, then I'll get them together. And no, I don't need to kind of write those notes again. Right now I have 10 subjects that I have exams for um, because I haven't actually started the GCSE course yet. I'm starting next year. I've chosen my subjects and everything, but now I'm just doing the end of year exams for year nine. So then next year in year 10, I'll start the GCSE and drop all the subjects I don't need that I'm not taking. Um, so I have 10 subjects, as I said, which are um, maths, English, French, Spanish, um, three sciences, so bi biology, chemistry, physics, geography, theology, and um, history. I think I've said them all. I think that's 10. Um, but those are the ones I have to revise. Those are the ones I have examples for. So um, I bought five kind of like clear binders, like not the huge binders, just kind of smaller ones. Um, so then I have two per subject, two, sub two subjects per binder. And then I have a kind of dividers for each subject. And then I also bought these cute little... Um, they're a bit like little folders, like clear folders. Like they're like A5, I think. And then I put little stickers on them so I know which subject they're for. And I hole punch them, put them in the folder, and I put like my flashcards in there, which I think is really cute. So I got that all organized at the beginning of the year. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of the organization thing. And I put all the checklists at the front and then make sure each unit is kind of separated. I put all my practice papers in there. Everything I need for revision is in there. And then I obviously have my separate folders for the lesson for my class notes, exercises, homeworks, whatever. Um, then, so after I've organized everything, got everything together for my subject, I will um, write notes usually, depending on what subject it is, but most of these subjects, apart from languages maybe, I will write the notes out. Um, most of the time the notes are kind of all scattered and I think it's easier if I want to refer back or quickly look over a topic that I have 
maybe not understood so much or um, just looking over quickly before the exam actually starts. Then I have all the notes written out, they're all highlighted and by the end of them, I've got to admit they do look pretty cute but I'm pretty impressed with them. Um, but obviously that's not my main focus is the notes, that's maybe the last priority. Um, so once I've done the notes, I will do flashcards. I have these kind of big, um, I think they're, they're smaller than a a six i think they're smaller than that i have i think i have a six and smaller um i'm not entirely sure don't quote me on that we'll link all of the supplies that i use down below but um i cut them into four just to make them really smaller so i really small so i have i'll write questions from my notes um on i'll like write a question on one side and then on the flip side i'll write the answer so i'll say for example what does this key term mean and on the flip side i'll have the answer but obviously if they're longer questions or i have to give like bullet points key details whatever then i'll just do them maybe half a flashcard or even a whole one um and then after i've written them out obviously i'll practice with the flashcards i'll do test myself maybe i'll test my friend or she'll test me and then we'll kind of just help each other out or i'll get my parents to test me I'll just go through them as many times as possible so I can get that to stick in my head. Um, and then after that, if well, depending on the subject, I will do practice questions. So mainly for maths, I won't really write question flashcard question flashcards because I can't really do that for maths because what question am I supposed to ask on there? So I'll write other notes and then I'll do most of the time, spend most of my studying time doing those practice questions. Normally, my teachers will put them up online so I can have access to them which is really helpful um or I'll look through past classwork or the textbook and do questions from there and then mark them so I can see where I'm going wrong and what areas I need to focus on which is really helpful um but every every subject is a little different I will write out different notes I'll maybe not do flashcards I'll depending on what subject it is um but yeah that's kind of how I revise So now that I've talked about how I revise, how I actually go about doing everything, now I'm going to talk to you guys about some of my favourite tips and basically things that have saved my life when it comes to studying um, that I basically couldn't do without um, when I study. Um, so the first thing is using the kind of, um, I use the app Forest um, um, on my phone and I use the extension on Google Chrome on my laptop. Um, and it helps me. I, if I'm feeling very snazzy, I'll go for a longer study session. But usually, I'll end up doing the Pomodoro method, which is where I have 25 minutes work and then five minute break, then 25 minutes, five minute break. I'll repeat that maybe three, three, four times, and then I will have a break, maybe 15, 20 minutes or half an hour, depending on what break it is. If it's a lunch break, then obviously I'll take longer. But um, yeah, that's what I'll do. Usually, currently I'm working, like studying in the mornings and then doing content creation, everything else in the afternoon. That's just what works because I don't want to spend all day studying. Otherwise, I'll probably fall asleep if I'm being completely honest. But um, yeah, so as I said, for the Pomodoro method, which I use um, all the time, which I use the app Forest, which is where you grow a cute little tree. Um, you set a timer for the amount of time or you can do it without a timer. Um, and then it where it grows and then if you if you go try to go off of that app on your phone off out of the forest app then the tree dies and then obviously you don't get the coins 
And then I also have the extension on my laptop, which I did connect to my phone. I signed it on the same email, um, which basically just connects it. And it's a little extension on Google Chrome, which I love using as well because it prevents me from going on YouTube or Instagram or Netflix on my laptop instead of my phone, um, which is great. Um, then every then another thing that really helps me is um, having a really good morning and evening routine so I can kind of do my self-care to have time for myself activities then and then um when I come to studying I'm all ready and I've I know I've had breaks and everything another thing is I get everything ready beforehand so I don't actually start the 25 minute timer on forest until I know what I'm doing I've got everything ready I only start it when I actually sit down and start working because otherwise I'll probably waste that 25 minutes trying to get everything ready and then I won't actually have time to study so I will try and get everything ready the night before or um just before the actual time comes when I want to study before my peak like working time I guess um which is really helpful and then another thing I have is to make a schedule so you actually know you don't say I'm going to do it later I'm going to do it later because I've been there I used to always do that and then now I've been using just for this week I've been using Google Calendar which is really helpful to block periods when I know I want to study and um yeah just make sure in that calendar also as I said to implement the breaks because of that's so helpful you're not be able to um get everything done if you don't take breaks I know that seems unproductive if you're spending five minutes taking a break to go to the toilet go get water go get food or go for a walk it's not wasting time it's just making keeping yourself healthy and your mind you can't always focus on you're not going to, have to focus for an hour straight doing one thing well I definitely can't don't be like Alexander Hamilton I mean if you if you know what I'm talking about then I love you just a little Hamilton reference there okay moving on um another thing is to I know everyone said this is a very very basic tip but get cue supplies like I use um highlighters I use um like colorful pens for my cute titles I use colored flashcards um cute little folders with little stickers on them which I love so um invest I mean obviously you, you can still study great without them but obviously color really really helps people to remember it helps me especially to remember and like highlighting cute words that I know I need to know and um yeah just get cute supplies just and it make you a bit more motivated to actually study if you know you want to use your new pens that you got the other day um another thing is as I said kind of with the morning and evening routine thing is to exercise and implement self-care so you are feeling you can't pour from empty glass. I know you can't. You don't have enough energy to be always constantly studying. You need to take breaks, exercise, and implement self-care just because that's gonna what's gonna help you stay motivated and so you won't go through burnout or go through a slump. Um, another thing that I use when I'm studying, which is wonderful because for this I was really bad at staying concentrated, which is to get instrumental study music I use the Spotify playlist called intense studying which is like literally my holy grail right now I have it on repeat whenever I'm studying um that and obviously Olivia Rodrigo's album Sour when I'm not studying um but I just find that if I know the lyrics to a song or if it's a song with lyrics I will end up not be able to concentrate even if I am being productive and writing loads of stuff it won't go into my head if I'm not actually having my full focus on what I'm doing um that's why I just tend to go for more instrumental sometimes if I'm feeling 
snazzy then i'll go for like lo-fi or something but right now i'm just like for the kind of instrumental piano because that just helps me concentrate but obviously i know people like to listen to nature sounds as well which sounds kind of cool i've never really tried that but i feel like that's a good thing for me to try in the future but um yeah just instrumental music preferably in ones without like lyrics or anything or songs that you know kind of like a pop song that you sing all the time that's preferably not what you want to be listening to but obviously once you finish studying on your break go crazy and you wouldn't listen to whatever you want but when you're studying it's a lot better for your mind to um, listen to like instrumental chilled music and then last but not least this is what I kind of struggle with which is to um, change locations when you're studying don't always stay in the same space because that's going to make you I feel unmotivated I mean at least it does for me because if I'm stuck on my same desk all day sitting in the same chair looking out the same window and just for like the whole day I will go mad so I ha- try to go downstairs go in the garden maybe um we even go study at a friend's house now that we're kind of allowed with COVID and everything or like study in a library a coffee shop whatever you feel like I've never really tried studying in a library or coffee shop but I feel like that'd be really really cool The point is that just try and change your study environment and have a nice minimal environment. Make sure all of the distractions are gone. That is really what Forest helps for as well. But um, yeah, I'll see you in the outro. So thank you guys so much for watching this episode. That is it for today. I really hope you enjoyed it. I feel like this is a very helpful episode for lots of students or anyone really who likes to keep organized. I guess we're talking about that part of the episode. But I really hope you enjoyed it. I love sharing my tips with you guys today. And if you haven't already, be sure to um, follow the podcast and stay tuned for some more episodes. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.